When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Tom Offerman. we got a special guest hopping on here with us now. Yeah, intern, <laughs> give him your mic and your chair right now. Give him the mic and your chair. Uh, Mark Caboli joining us here from The Athletic as he wandered over. You made the mistake of being the last guy the last guy wandering over after practice, so we had to Surprise, I'm the last guy, right? You're shocked. <laughs> Actually, Billy Hillgrove just came through here a little bit Hillgrove ago. blew me away. I mean, it's so bad right now, guys. I dropped my... Uh, my roster, and I had Brian Backo pick it up for me because I couldn't bend over. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I got it, Backo, I got it. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't. You know what, Brian, why don't you go ahead and handle that? <laughs> yeah, 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 get that for me, brother. We're not even doing two-a-days here. This is just oh, one practice a goodness, day. am I getting old, man. This is just not, this is not conducive to uh, a healing Achilles, let me tell you that. Yeah, no Ooh, new injuries so far, right? Not yet. Not yet, so, not yet, so that's a plus. Stay off the IR. Probably That's not good to tear them both in the same year. I think that might have been where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> same year, same month. <laughs> so, Mark, uh, practice finishing up out there. What would you see? Uh, I think that uh, I saw a lot of um, rookie year Mason Rudolph out of Kenny Pickett. Not very. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I saw Mason Rudolph, and I remember, obviously, when he was a rookie, he came in, everybody's eyes were on him, first-round grade. And you looked at me like, oh, my goodness. He's no good at all. I'm not going to say that about Kenny Pickett, but he had some floaters and some interesting passes. I mean, it's it's hard to tell because he's working with third and fourth team string guys right now, but I think they all might have tried to pull the wool over her eyes with these snap counts, my friends. They look, you know, by my unofficial count, they all sure looked like they were the same, just yeah. different between one, two, and three. I mean, the same number. I can guarantee tell you this, Chris Oladukin didn't have any snaps. Yeah, he didn't touch the ball at all today. He, he might as well have been standing on the sidelines with us. Yeah, so which means you can divvy up the snaps, but it's just a matter of who's throwing to who. If you're throwing to, you know, Calvin Austin or if you're throwing to Chase Claypool. Well, I think, and you bring up uh, Chris Oladukin on their, their seventh-round draft. Well, that guy, yeah. That yeah, guy. I get a lot of Chris. Them. I like to call him Chris. Chris. I, I've, Chris heard, I've heard the name Chris pronounced L. 17 different ways. Okay. Uh, but – People ask, why would they draft a quarterback in the seventh round like that? And, and my theory on this is that if you look at his career path, what, he go to three different schools? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like and he started at three different schools. So he's successful, shown, too. So he does, he's shown that he doesn't need a lot of reps. Yeah. Pick things up quick. To, yeah, he can pick well, so things up. they don't up. need him for a lot of reps right, right now. I mean, the theory behind that is if Rudolph's gone, you have a number three potentially next year that can be groomed into a number two in two well, years. Not only that, so, if, you, right? if you stash him on your practice squad, 
he gets to play Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. You know, he, he gets he value during yeah. the week. The different mobile quarterbacks that you're going to see this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. I talked to him in the spring, and he said, even if I wasn't drafted, I was coming here. Yeah. I don't know if that was him just hmm. playing to the media or, or whatnot. So he wanted to be here. It, it seems strange when you pick a seventh-round quarterback, you know, a handful of picks from the end of the draft, or why don't you just pick him up? But if you like him, and they obviously liked him in some capacity. Yeah. You, you look, all four of them have similar traits. Yeah. Not exact traits, but similar traits. So I don't see anything wrong with it. You look at the history of seventh rounders, and Kevin Colbert used to always throw Brett Kiesel in her face. <laughs> Never threw Lee Mays in our face. <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? There's a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I were him, I would rather go to Kansas City or Buffalo than here. Because, yeah. I mean, first-round quarterbacks, like you said, is going to demand all the all the snaps. I mean, in Kansas City, you might actually get a snap or two. So this is not a, a favorable spot for an undrafted. But if you look at it from the fact that they, they don't have – there's no starting quarter. You don't know who the starter is. Right, right, right. And there was an opportunity here potentially because all these guys – you know, the only one under contract beyond next season is – the is, no, uh, pick it. Pick, pick it. So, yeah, you get a shot if you can hang around But here. if you go to uh, Chris O right now and say you have you can have the career of – uh, Chase Daniels. Would you think you would say okay? Oh, I think, okay. Down, I think any that. of the guys on the roster would take that, considering what Chase Daniels is probably made over. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Maybe right. not everybody is a starting quarterback. Maybe there are some guys that are the number two who can they can fit in that way. Make a so, nice living doing that. I don't know. Huh? Probably better than us. He's made yeah. a ton of different money. <laughs> and like I'm saying, there's there's not many seventh round quarterbacks, undrafted quarterbacks, other than. Who Johnny U maybe was Johnny U undrafted or Bart Starr? United, so no, he was he was drafted. If it was, it was like the ninety six. He was late, right? right. <laughs> they had like twenty seven rounds. Back so then, uh, yeah, so you don't really see those low end guys being success. Six, six, Tony six Roman was undrafted. Yeah. How do you think they divvy up the preseason game reps? Thirty three, thirty three, thirty or are they going to be heavier on one of them? Well, I think they'll do that early on. I, I think if it was up to Tomlin. That, that Trubisky would separate himself early so he doesn't even have to yeah, worry about yeah, that. There's no you question about it. Yeah. That would be ideal. Let's give him those snaps. I mean, if you look at it right now, Pickett is in a position where it's hard to succeed, man. He hasn't had any reps with ones all spring. Mm-hmm. At least Rudolph had games, eight, whatever, a couple games last year, a couple right. games year before that, been around. Um, and Trubisky's obviously somewhat of a veteran. So uh, Pickett's just – I find it a hard situation – to find him being able to take this job, well, or at least if, early in the season. If you remember, Mark, back in 2004, Roethlisberger opened as the clear number three in yeah, camp. Batch got and hurt. he was working with the threes, and those threes, yeah. there were some guys that stood out there as like these. Who are these rookie receivers? Who are these receivers? Because yeah. Ben was hitting them on the money with, yeah, with passes, making them look, yeah, making them look a I lot better. I just looked that up, and Batch got hurt. Like two days before the preseason opener, yeah. then they're like, "Oh shoot, I guess, <laughs> I guess number seven has to be in." And you remember, but Roethlisberger showed up a couple of days late to camp, I believe, yeah. where he signed, so he was behind as well. So I don't know; it's hard to read in one practice. Oh yeah, but Pickett did look like it was his first pro practice in front of fans. To me. Was, was practice <laughs> a little different today? I didn't see them break off into into individual. They only had ninety minute practice yeah. today because of that so they had to cut some stuff off. They had did some individuals early. It was mostly what one, two, maybe three team drills, a seven on seven, abbreviated special teams. Last play of the uh, practice was an interception by uh, 
Was it Norwood? I know Norwood no, had a pick, but no, no, yeah. no, no. it was somebody. Maybe Kaze, whatever his name is, Casey. Demonte Casey, Casey uh, and they did their little gun shoot in the air of the ball. And Tomlin <laughs> just stopped practice right there. I thought he was yelling at him for doing some kind of gun-related <laughs> celebration, but practice was over. That at was that yeah, point. I was told they were going to end early today. But yeah, they have to do ninety minutes first day. I think they gradually get to the regular amount of practice by you know Saturday, then Monday they're. You know, putting the pads on, and finally we could see what some of these linemen can do. What do you make of this, uh, Mark? I was just reading a thing here that uh, Kevin Stefanski came out today and told reporters that if Deshaun Watson is suspended, which you can expect, uh, Jacoby Brissett's going to be their starter. He's so shocked he can't even speak right now. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, Josh Rosen, right? I mean. Uh, they have no plan. No. Their plan was to, <laughs> that hopefully this was going to be somehow eradicated. Hey, what you have to understand is they're going to struggle regardless early in the season without Deshaun. But that guy's a stud quarterback, man. He gets back midway through the season. You don't want to be playing Cleveland at the end of the season. I think he's that good, even if the receivers are a little so-so. You know, maybe what the linebackers aren't the greatest in the world on the other side, the inside guys. Still got a great line and a good running game, though. A great line, great running game. A superb quarterback two years yeah. ago. What he did with Houston. I mean, you cannot – I mean, you talk about a bad team. It was that Houston team, and he led them to monster numbers. So, I would think he – I mean, the question is, what's the holdup right now? Yeah. They got to get I can't believe it hasn't come out yet. I mean, um, first of all, I can't think – I can't believe the NFL allowed that – contract to go through of his first year a million bucks yeah i wonder yeah. what that was for yeah <laughs> right I mean, but i mean it's ball. good to see was playing week three let jacoby percent be there i mean didn't they struggle with him in indianapolis maybe a decade ago eight years. luck got hurt they, they end up winning the game but it wasn't him, great they beat him in 2019 when he was he, he was a starter for them yeah. But that was the that was the he got Mason. hurt in that game, right? Yeah, Hoyer came in and threw Hoyer came the in pick six yeah. to Minka. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking hmm. even before that. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, Brissett's limited. Yeah, I think Dobbs is well. We know what Dobbs way. is. If Speak you can sit there and run behind that offensive line, you'll be all right. But you know that's not going to win you some games. Speak, speaking of contracts, though, how do you think Deontay shakes he's out? Going to play until he's, he's yeah. in the TJ, right? Do you think they do something with him before the season or I franchise him the, I, I down the road? Or? Forever is it's up to Deontay Johnson. I'm, I'm telling you, they put the contract on the table. Mm -hmm. This is what we think you're worth in today's market. It's guaranteed less than what you know the average guy getting paid this off season was. Do you? This or you want to test the waters next year, and it's just going to be up to him. Speaking of legends, Mr. Tom Bradley. Yeah, he stopped yeah. by earlier before we How went on about the that. Yeah, um, all the big I think hitters. that's what it's going to be. It's, good. it's not up to the Steelers. They're going to say this. We're not. We'll budget a little bit this way. A budget a little bit this way. But if you're not happy with this money, well, oh well, <laughs> we, we've, we've replaced better. One way or the other, we're talking about life-changing money. Wow, that's nothing for us. Like twenty bucks is life changing for us. But if you look, <laughs> if I find a quarter on my way to the car, I'll be. Tapping. If you look at his compensation this year, he's he is the sixty fifth highest compensated wide receiver in the game today. He is certainly not the sixty fifth best right. wide receiver, and so there are guys who are not nearly as accomplished as him. He's in a tough situation, paying, getting paid a lot more money. And it's not than, like he has Deontay multiple Johnson. years. They're not going to do what they did with AB. Right. You know, gave him the raise and rip up the contract. The <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tom Bradley with the quarter to Matt Williams. <laughs>
Life Today's my day, right man. It's going to be a good day. Up, they're not going to add extra, an extra voidable year right now, or, or I don't even know if they're allowed to do that or not. I mean, he's in a situation where he's going to either have to play it out. I mean, put it this way. Regardless he's still of franchise. He's going to get paid. You can franchise him, yeah. but yeah. do you want to franchise him? You're looking 20. The receiver money. What is that right, receiver right. number? It's going to be like 20 It's going to be million. high, yeah. And, and, you've, and they've showed – they can replace guys. I mean, they're not perfect when it, mm-hmm. they're not as perfect as most of us think they are drafting wide receivers, but they're pretty good. They're better yeah, than yeah. most. They can pretty much yeah. get their guys. So uh, you're going to use that twenty million. And another thing, they got thirteen million bucks in the in their pocket right now. Yeah, and they they've got the, money. The numbers going up next year. They'll have more money next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe they say, "Hey, Deontay, forget you. We're going to go get." So and so next year, starting which, left tackle, which, or you know, in right. the years past, we're like, no way, it's the Steelers, but this isn't just the Steelers. They can't. Totally they can, different right. team, totally different management, totally different philosophy. That maybe they will go spend twenty-four million dollars on a guy that they really think is a stud. I haven't looked at the free agency market next year, but there could be somebody it out could there. Be. Yeah, but they could compete out. for the best offensive lineman and best offensive tackle on the market next and year, if better, they want. And is that you know? better than Deontay Johnson? Right, right, and draft another receiver in the second round. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, just keep doing we that ain't really sure on uh, Chokes, right? Right tackle. Sure. I mean, or left tackle. Or right. Yeah, right tackle. One of those tackles could have a rough <laughs> year. Yeah, so uh, maybe they find somebody like that. It's all going to be what I do think still is it's going to be in Deontay's court. Mm-hmm. He wants to. Speaking of, he the, wants it. He's gonna. He'll accept what they give him. Yeah. Speaking of second round receivers, yeah. looked like George Pickens made a couple of plays out there. Yeah, he had like the like biggest the, pop, and it was a drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right in front of me, man. He yeah, the ball caused the fumble, but he needs to secure that a yeah. little bit. He had a couple down the field, but what about Calvin Austin and those burners? Yeah, he can fly. He, he goes. I don't. He goes. I just talked to him now. He goes. I don't even check my speed because you know how they have those. The, the mile per hour stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you telling me you're not going up there and looking at Marcel's little computer and saying, <laughs> I hit 21.6 miles because he was moving. He goes, I left a little bit out there. But that's something he can do where it's an easy throw. It's a good block by Gunnar Olszewski, and mm-hmm. wham, you turn three yards into 80 yards. Boom, nobody's catching him. I he's got to be the fast guy of the team. I mean, I haven't thought about he, it. He said, he goes, I'm not going to say, but I <laughs> I don't know who else would even. Yeah, I'm not sure who's even. Anthony, yeah. Anthony McFarland's probably in that conversation. Yeah. Um, Minka, if he's if he's right, yeah, that's a good. Point. Is in that in that conversation? How about over sixty? Fly. But what about over sixty? Rather over twenty, forty short term? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You get him the ball. I, I mean, that's a Randy Fickner specialty right there, man. Get him the ball. He would love it. He goes, where was my Calvin Austin at? <laughs> Get him the ball and boom, well, He can go. mess around with the Ray Ray McLeod. Hey, you have to give Gunnar Olszewski a great a big hand on that because he made that kick out block and soon as uh, Austin saw that, wham. But yeah. Pickens, man, man he's, a, he's another one. We're talking about Deontay Johnson. This is a guy who looks like he's been around a couple of years already. Nothing yeah. seems to phase him very much so yeah. far other than letting the ball cause the ball, yeah. ball to come loose. Coming down with he's the high points it great. <laughs> I mean, it's a, whether he stays healthier or not, and if they can get quarterbacks to get the ball down the field to him, too, that's a big key. Oh, yeah. I mean, with all respect to Deontay, I'm a big fan. Pickens might be the best guy of all of them before long. I mean, he has special traits to me. Yeah, you know the thing about Deontay was I always thought he was the best guy that, that could get off the ball. I mean, I don't think there's oh, too yeah. many people that can press him, but that was taken away from him so much over the past year and a half that you don't realize – that if team's going to press him, he's going to go by you. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to go by you really quick. And I like to see if they have a quarterback that can be consistent down the field. Where what if that can 
take him to a to a new level here. Well, so. That's one thing I want to see this year, Mark, is if teams defend them differently or how long it takes teams to defend them differently than what they did last year. Because there was times last year, the majority of the time last year, when the ball was snapped, everybody except for the deep safety was within five yards of the line of scrimmage. They knew the ball was coming out quicker. They were handing yeah. it to, to Najee. Yeah, and you know the most of that. I mean, we don't know how good the offensive line's revamp has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, we pretty much see the interior three is going to be, for the most part, differently. But, yeah, Roethlisberger didn't have much. I think he still had – I mean, I'm one of the few that thought he had a decent year last year and still could throw the ball decent. I'm sure, Matt, you'll disagree with me. But I thought he was decent. <laughs> but when it's between thought he was getting whacked upside the head in 1.1 second or trying to get the ball out, I mean, it's a no-brainer. So they're going to – I mean – it all going to come down to that line. We get to have all the conversation you want, unless you provide some time. You can roll out all you want. You can move the pocket all you want. If you're getting people coming free and knocking your quarterback, which I do p- believe Pickett's one interception. Somebody did knock him to the ground, which like, why are you knocking the first round quarterback <laughs> to the ground in the first day of practice? But if that happens, you know, all bets are off and everybody's about even. So moving some people, them. moving some people in the run game wouldn't hurt either. Yeah. I don't know if they can. I mean, you really, you really have confidence that Chooks can do that. Confidence is a strong word. Confidence is strong. Oh, <laughs> I think it's a better word. I think right, that's Mason right. Cole's strength. I think that's that's James Daniels. Obviously, strength. it's Dawson's strength if he can stay on the field. If he can yeah. stay on the field, that's a big if. And Dan Moore, I thought Dan Moore played as well as he could last year, considering mm-hmm. the circumstances. I mean, it's not like he was a top ten pick. He was what third rounder that got position switched the fourth week before. Rounder. Position yeah, switched a week before the yeah. season started. Hey, get right tackle. You're going to the left tackle. It's all the same. But they fine. told us for the month before that. No, that's a huge difference. <laughs> so it's completely it, different. It was tough. It's for him. Hard. It was. Yeah. He was good at times. He was inconsistent, but mm-hmm. yeah. I think he'll be better. But you have to look at the. The depth there, man. What do you got? Yeah, right. You got the general there. I mean, okay. I thought LeGlue played decent today in his first practice, knocking some people around. Hmm. People forget about him. He he's was a guy in the five yeah. position guy. He was a guy right. in the run in the run test who who led the pack. Yeah, every he was time. like boom. Right like it was, was no big deal. He was he's here. He's, it looks like he's on a mission. You yeah. think he can survive a tackle? Survive. That was his yeah, pitch out of a game. That was yeah. his position. I know. Man. This time yeah. last year, he was a tackle. Yeah. Man, right. Yeah. I, I like bigger guards myself, so I mm-hmm. liked him in guards. I would like him over Kendrick Green in guard. Um, I think James Daniel will make a huge improvement. Oh, if I do you think run, he could be the best you, player on the line. If you run yeah. in that gap that, between Daniels and Cole, you should be all right mm-hmm. for the most part. And it, even on the other side, the thoughts, I don't think we're going to see too many tackle outside the tackle type of runs. It's going to be two tight ends with Gentry that I think is a freaking monster. I think he's Matt Spaeth-like in his blocking. And he's he sucked bigger. his first year. He's bigger. How bad was Matt Spaeth? Uh, not Matt Spaeth. Zach Gentry blocking his first year. It's like, oh, oh, man. Goodness. He looked like a guy who had been a college quarterback. <laughs> he looked like a baby giraffe. Yeah, yeah. he's out there. Just, he's by far the best. Yeah, he's come a long way. End. Yeah. And if he can catch a couple balls, I think that's huge. But. And we, I, we I, tend I, to we tend to oversell things here in training camp a little bit, too, yeah, because you're seeing him, you know. Yeah, so maybe he's not as good as we think. I want to see if Fire moves a better blocker than he was last year. He was inconsistent. He as was well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that, that was not his strength last year. You know what? If that's not his strength, so be it, right? Yeah, he'll be fine catching the ball. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of touchdowns in his future. Yeah. But if he could just be average yeah. as a blocker, he'll be better than last year, I'm sure. Yeah. And that's enough, you know. I'd rather have Gentry as an H back tight second tight end than Derek Watt any day. Oh yeah, in that in that, in that formation type yeah. of situation yeah. because maybe Claypool will block somebody. 
<laughs> he dropped warmer early today. I'm like, not much has changed. <laughs> well, our guest has been uh, Mark Caboli of The Athletic. We appreciate you stopping by, Mark, and uh, sharing some uh, information with us here. Can I take that quarter? Please do. You've earned it. <laughs> That's the Tom Bradley quarter. Money. <laughs> I've got a Tom Bradley quarter. You save that thing and frame it. Uh, but uh, he, he's Tom Offerman. Uh, that's Matt Williams, and I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. The Steelers have wrapped up their first official practice of training camp 2022. We'll be back with more from Chuck Nolfield right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson and Tom Opferman. And uh, looking here at, at, at the uh, – we are live from Steelers training camp, by the way, on the drive. Uh, just looking here at – Bill Barmore published a thing today. It's called the NFL Players, Coaches, Execs who have taken – who had the most at stake in 2022. Hmm. People under the most pressure. So I just took, opened it up here. No Steelers on the list. I think that's kind of good. That's a good thing. Yeah, right, right. Because here are the guys that he lists here as the most – under pressure players or or, or coaches, coaches and, and things of that Jackson, nature. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at they're all players, but he's Lamar Jackson number one. It's definitely a pivotal time for him. Yeah. I mean, contract is the biggest thing. Staying healthy, passing from the pocket, and more than anything is beating the blitz. I mean, he he showed a, a real weakness yeah. last year, right? And it's you know he, he's making a lot of waves because all these top quarterback lists. You know, he's a borderline top ten type of guy. And Mike Sando's list just came out as tears. And a lot of the execs said, great football player, questionable quarterback from the pocket. You know, that stuff still matters. And, you know, I'm curious how they play football this year. They draft a bunch of tight ends and they let a lot of receivers go. Maybe they're just telling us right there. We talked about that uh, in the offseason with the hiring of Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you you know, it said, well, Brian Flores kind of gave the, the blueprint on how to beat him. Um he only played a couple of games after that Brian Flores right. game against Miami. Yeah, yeah. The year, and, and I brought up the point, I think the Steelers really had the blueprint on how to beat Lamar Jackson. And Brian Flores just kind of added on to that, mm-hmm. putting a lot of bodies up in the box and, and not necessarily playing him like you would. You don't play him like you play a normal quarterback. No. And I've said this on the air before. Like when they drafted Lamar, here, I think this is a Ravens thought process. Is when we're never going to get man coverage and blitz because everyone's afraid to death of if you know turning all our backs to Lamar. We got to play zone. We got we got to keep him in the pocket. Can't blitz him because if he ducks one defender, he's going to take it eighty. But then they quickly realized, well, the Ravens know this and. They don't have any receivers that can get off man coverage. That's why they have all those tight ends so you can go sit <laughs> right, down and right. coverage. Sit in the zone, you know? camp out, yeah. <laughs> so we beat him up at the line of scrimmage, play man coverage, make Lamar hold the ball, blitz him like crazy from all angles, and make him decipher it. And he's shown that he doesn't do that well at all. I mean, the, the Flores example was unbelievably obvious because it was a standalone Thursday or Sunday game or right. whatever. And they just left, you know, Zayvon Howard and these great corners one-on-one and brought it from everywhere. And not just five-man pressure, seven-man pressure, safeties, you know, hauling at the line of scrimmage, crashing he, in on block. He like 25 and, times in that game. And made him 
I'm not saying he's a slow processor. He's not a good thinker, but I mean, he was never asked to do that his whole career because everyone feared it. And it's a pretty gutsy move, and he better be working on that right now. Well, like you said, though, it's almost like the team's not setting him up to to do that well. Right, right, right. A bunch of more tight ends. They're going to go more run heavy on the offense side of the ball instead of bringing in maybe a stud wide receiver. A man some help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I don't think Amari Cooper's a great player, but. Maybe you bring in you a guy like that, right? Available. You know, someone that beats man coverage, it gets open, you know, quickly. Yeah, I think it's the, the division is fascinating this year to me. Um, you know, everybody talks about the Steelers and their transition away from big, you know, from Ben Roethlisberger, you know, and some of those things. But hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping your hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But, I mean, like like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The other teams in the division all have major issues. I mean, no one league has more issues than Cleveland. Right. They get the the most. (laughs) You know, we we talked previously about, you know, the the Bengals and their situation with now the quarterback. Um, Jesse Bates, who's their starting uh, free safety mm-hmm. who might be their best defensive player and he's Doesn't, holding out he's yeah. he's he's franchise tagged right now so he's not under contract and he has said he is not going to report to camp uh, until he has a new con- if he's not under contract he's not going to sign that that franchise tag this is a levy on bell type situation for him the writing's on the wall that they don't think that he's worth minka like and they've money. said like yeah. we have to we have to be careful with our money because we know we have to pay the quarterback down the road and chase i mean they're not gonna yeah. let that tandem and higgins Ever if they go, can pay yeah. those three everyone else is gonna suffer you know by the way they drafted three safeties exactly i mean from dax hill <laughs> in the first round on the wall right like, right so he's probably gonna be malcontent or not in camp or, or you know, traded Bell somewhere situation. else I, mean, right, I, could, right. I could definitely see him getting traded to another team before the season starts yeah someone will give him close to minka money yeah you know so that I mean that's that's the he's probably their best defensive player, him or Hendrickson, you know. Yeah, I mean I, I think that's that's safe to say, and that that's that's a major piece for that team. I mean, you, you all of a sudden, and, and what kind of message does that send in the locker room? It's not great. Yeah, I so, mean for a historically, we'll say frugal organization, <laughs> you know, it probably would have been a better look to keep your own. I mean, they spent so much money on the defense from outside the organization. Right. How do you not pay the guy who's pay been the with guy you? that you yeah. developed? You know that's done exceeded expectations. And you think he deserves that money though? Like you think he would, he merits that though? Or I, mean, is that I would say eighty-five percent of make fifteen money? million a year, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean he's a take the ball away yeah. deep middle guy that's hard to find. I don't think he's asking for for Minka money either. Maybe like, not. I don't think Maybe he's not. asking for right. that kind of crazy amount. Set the market again. But he so doesn't I want to play on the twelve million dollar right, franchise right. tag. Yeah, you know. and he probably will when it's all said and done, and then. 
they'll, they'll leave, you know. Yeah, it's a tough situation for them. And, and I think this this situation in Baltimore, um, you know, that could blow up on them. Tua's on that list. That's real big. That's big I can't wait to see him and Tyreek and that dynamic play mm-hmm. out. Are you a- Especially with how much Tyreek is gassing him up. What did he say yeah. the other day? He was like, yeah. oh, I love Patrick Mahomes, but it's great to play for yeah. the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. It's like, okay. <laughs> if I was two, I'd be like, hey, can you cut it out a little bit? Like, yeah. Let's Come lower on, the ball a little bit. <laughs> He's really accurate like a yard or two behind the line of scrimmage. Like, threw the majority of his passes last year. Yeah, Are you a two a like believer? Those. Would you be buying or not? I think I'm perfectly on the fence with two. Okay. And if, if you – Made me choose. I would probably say I'm not a believer. I don't think yeah. he's. I'm the, I lean that way too. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of these quarterbacks. I mean, I give teams credit, like the Jets and Dolphins, that we're going to put everything there in front of you, even Philly. That if you guys succeed, uh, great. You Philly, I'm more of a believer in that quarterback. I take Hurts over Tua yeah. right now. I, I I just don't know what Tua is great at. Right. Uh, you know, I don't think he's overly talented. You know, I mean, I I, I don't know that he's got major weaknesses, but he doesn't have a superpower. Yeah, yeah Hurts no at least has a superpower. I don't know if there's you know? an it factor there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is on this list for obvious reasons. He might be shot. He might be done. <laughs> he did come on a little bit strong towards the end of last year, mm-hmm. right? It's one of the worst contracts in the league, though. Yeah. I mean, when you're paying a running back Can't that money, much. Can't that much money, yeah. Yeah, and he's his And then you're splitting series with him, you know. Right. I mean, Pollard might be the better player. Yeah, it's a uh, problem for them. Uh, you know, it's just it happens to pretty much all running backs. I mean, like Derrick Henry might be on that list next year, you know, or I don't know if he's on it this year, but I mean, they're going to all hit that wall around that time. Mackay Becton uh, with the Jets is on the list. I just saw a thing today; he got moved to right tackle. Yeah, I didn't know what to take of that. Uh, I mean, I mean, body type wise, he looks more of a, like a right tackle. But he was drafted to be a left, and there's some problem there, and he's had weight, and he's had uh, injury issues. I think they they like Fant enough to just kind of leave him at left, but it's not really a ring endorsement. No, it's not. No, uh, he could be on the move too. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, they, he's what year three now? Year three, and they got very little out of him in year two. Yeah. Oh, there's a coach on here, and it's Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. Mm. You got it second time around. It makes sense. You got a lot more talent this time around too. True. Yeah, you're not dealing with uh, Tebow this time. Unless, you have an actual quarterback. And let's not yeah. forget, he you know he turned down that Indianapolis job, right? After took he head had coaching it. money to stay in New England. That might not, that might have been a better situation. That in the grand scheme time. of things, yeah, at the time, stable organization. Stable organization. I mean, they would be set up. Uh, they're the best team in that division. Right I think now. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know the Titans had a better year last year or whatever. And I think improved at quarterback. I think Matt Ryan's, Ryan's better than, than Wentz. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I agree. I think the Raiders are really interesting because when the off season or when the the season ended last year or this off season started, I think they really could have went two ways. You know, we could trade Carr and some assets, get super young, you know, as opposed to fighting Russ and Herbert and Mahomes. Let's totally rebuild here. But they went all in and. They're not as young. I mean, their quarterback isn't as young. I mean, Herbert and Mahomes aren't going anywhere right. for a long time. And I think part of it, and I read this just the other day, by NFL standards, the Davis family isn't as wealthy as others. And COVID hit them extremely hard because they moved and built a new stadium the worst year you possibly could. <laughs> and then pandemic. Yeah, yeah right. right. And you're in this new town and you're trying to sell tickets. So, you know, going three and 14 with a bunch of future first round picks doesn't do that for you, but they may really regret it two years from now. I yeah. Mean, I mean, yeah. And their O line's bad. It is bad. Orlando Brown, another one of those mm, franchise tag holdouts. Yeah. 
I don't think he's a left tackle. He's a, he's an average left. He's tackle. an average left tackle. It's going to get he's paid a like a top right ten tackle. one. Right, right. Um, uh, and you just, have to play the right way. Yeah, he has to admit that. Yeah, he's still super young too. Yeah, he's true. Twenty six years old. Is he only twenty six? Yeah. But, I mean, he'll get paid by somebody. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to really make of him. I thought his best fit was with Baltimore, just being a big mashing run guy. Perfect, you know, right. perfect fit for him. Yeah, as opposed to you throwing know? all the time and deep drops like Mahomes had, you know? Yeah. Oh, there's another coach on here. That would be Mr. Matt Rule yeah. of the Carolina Panthers, and that's a, that's a no-brainer. I mean, this is a big year for him. He doesn't move the needle for me at all. No. 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 I mean, uh, Like, you look at a guy like Campbell in Detroit, terrible team, but he moves the needle. You can see him building something there. Yeah. You see nothing with Matt That's Rule. who he is. Yeah. That's who Matt Campbell is. That they're they're the team on Hard Knocks this year, and I want to watch it just because I want to watch. Is Matt. it the Lions? Is yeah, it, I want to watch Campbell and how yeah. he interacts with the with his players. Because I don't think it's that's an act who he at is. All. I it's think not that's very, very no, He is one hundred percent. And that even guy. though they were bad last year, they were not easy to play against. No, the, no. The Steelers right, have right, that right. firsthand experience. They're physical yeah. and they're they didn't quit on the season at all. I mean, you talk about quitting on the season. Look at how Carolina finished their year. Right. After the first three games, I think they won one game or something yeah, like that. Right. Everybody was, was like, oh, Sam or... Darnold, look at the start from the Panthers. Yeah, it was like a seven- or eight-game losing streak. To, it might even be a nine-game losing streak to end the season. I mean, that's miserable. Not a good way to finish. Right. For for an owner who has been pretty aggressive. Overly aggressive, yeah. maybe. You're right. To a, to a large degree. Pete Carroll's on this list. Hmm. It's a Ooh. big year for uh, – like They're going to be bad. They're going to be bad, and, and Pete Carroll's 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he really going to head up a rebuild? Right. Draft uh, a new quarterback or whatever. What's going to be interesting is is if the 49ers have to cut Jimmy Garoppolo because I think that's where he ends up at. They flat out said it's Trey Lance's team yeah. yesterday or whatever. Yeah. So he won't be so back. So do they just take whatever they can get for Jimmy Garoppolo or do they end up cutting him? I mean, is he worth more than Baker? I mean, they didn't get hardly anything for Baker. Yeah. I mean, there's a big contract. Gonna... I, I can't. It's a bit, way, way bigger contract than what Baker was getting. It's right. $25 million. Right, right, right. No, I bet he gets cut. There are very few said, teams but... that can take that that contract on. Seattle is just so interesting, though, because they are probably going to be crap, but two stud receivers still yeah. on that yeah, offense. Yeah. That if you Chris Carson in a, just retired. Yeah, that stinks. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. line is still trash, still a work in progress. But if you drop a somewhat decent quarterback into that position, be he's got weapons that he can mm-hmm. put up yeah. points with. I mean, yeah, it's not like DK's not going to get his. Right, but Carroll's in an interesting spot, like you said. I mean, just at his age, do I want to put a five-year plan together or a three-year plan <laughs> right. together? Right. His five-year plan is a retirement home in right you know, with like CJ Stroud or, or whatever, yeah. and while I rebuild the line and you know fight with those three quarterbacks in the division, I, I think Seattle's in for a long couple of years. Interesting to note that I saw somebody sent me some odds last week. I get this all. I get the odds sent to me all the time, and and they sent me the odds on Jimmy Garoppolo's next landing spot, and for once. The Steelers weren't on the list. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, when you have so many quarterbacks, you think you'd eventually right. push away the Vegas bookies from setting you on this list. Yeah, that you would think. There's no vacancy sign on that room anymore. Speaking of quarterbacks, Carson Wentz is on this list. If he fails, does he become that Fitzpatrick journeyman lifetime backup? Shows up with twelve different yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. right. Has a, so. has a random good year with the Jets. Yeah, right, right. right Show just enough that you bring him in as a he might be your bridge or he could be your mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I every mean, year. Or I think he, there's a chance he rejuvenates his career and is a the fifteenth best quarterback. Yeah, in Kirk the Cousins. Yeah, is right, he right, still right. in Indy if they don't lose to Jacksonville Week 18? Yes, right. Like if, if yeah, they probably. win that game right. and make the playoffs, even if they get slaughtered in the playoffs, they're going into 2022 with Wentz again. Yeah, I, I think he got a little too much heat for for that game, that, just for the the Colts struggles. I mean, 
he wasn't great for them. But he like, was terrible he against the Raiders before that game. Too, he, they right? were really yeah. bad down the stretch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he didn't turn the ball over that much. I mean, I'm glad he didn't end up here. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know that his book's totally written yet. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think he took a little bit too much of that. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones on the list for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Jeff Akuda on that list, as is Trayvon Diggs. A couple of cornerbacks. Hmm. And different, real different situation. Yeah. The world's super high on Diggs and down on Akuda right now. Akuda's a top five pick that's done nothing in this league at this point. Yeah. And their corner room's really bad. They need. I mean, that defense would be respectable if he plays like a you know a, a star. He's still know? just twenty three though. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You brought this up a lot. A lot of these top corners have changed teams. They in change their teams and then get it. The yeah. next team might really be happy about Jeff Akuda. Absolutely. Diggs, yeah. Eleven picks, but. People still kept throwing to him. Right. I mean, it wasn't like they were a lot. worn away from him. that. Yeah, yeah. He, they don't fear him like other, like A.J. Terrell in Atlanta or no, play, players like that. Right. Yeah. Brian Gutenkist on that list. Uh, Duke Tobin, the director of player personnel for the Cincinnati Bengals on that list. No, I wow, guess he's got some. player personnel sneaking onto the <laughs> right. list. Okay. How about that? Do they have a true GM, though? It's Mike Brown's the GM. Yeah, he makes okay. all the, but Tobin's the guy who. He's who, the football guy. Yeah, he's the football part. I, I guess it's kind of back to a conversation you brought before. I mean, how do we keep. Burrow, Higgins, Chase, and stay competitive because that window's closing real soon, contractually. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you've got one more year of, of Burrow based on what other teams have done with the quarterback situation. Side what, note, that's why I had a, that's another reason I had a problem with the Kyler contract. They had a year they had another year. They had, yeah. Why would you jump the gun? Because well, he was, he was, he was being crying about will, it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they're married to him. I mean, that's, But imagine what Burrow's going to cost and Herbert if Kyler costs that. It's going to be big time. More. Big time money. Yeah, more. Yeah, big time money. We're going to take another break. We're going to do the same thing. I'm going to give you guys a little heads up here with the Steelers. Oh. Steelers who pivotal are on years. the hot seat or is a pivotal year for. Okay. We'll do I that when we return. Two obvious ones off yeah. the top of my yeah, head. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. That is shirtless Tom Offerman. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson and Tom Offerman. We are live here from Steelers training camp at St. Vincent College, and uh, we're going to finish up the show here. We just talked about Bill Barnwell's list of guys around the league who are on the hot seat or who are, have a lot of pressure on them this yeah. year. Pivotal years, Pivotal crossroads, years, yeah. you know, whatever you want to say. Um, so let's now talk. There were no Steelers on his list. Give Tom first pick. Yes, but if we're going to say who's on that list this year for this Steelers team. Mm-hmm. I mean, the obvious one is number 55, right? That was, Devin I think, Bush. the one that jumps That's the one off the that page. jumps right off the page to you. Yeah, yeah. pivotal, pivotal for year for him. I mean, not just – for a product on the field for Steelers fans in the Steelers' success, but in his own mind. I mean, he's got, trying to get mm-hmm. that second contract now. You don't want to be out on the open market after another dud of a year like this. That, yeah, not, that not ends like that, to yeah. an early exit from this league for a top-10 pick. Yeah, 100%. I think the, the second obvious one is Claypool. Okay. You know, uh, that it's – both Chook, those guys Chook's to me have, creeped into my mind as an obvious one too, maybe. Yes. Uh, I, I say Claypool because I think him no, and I like Bush Claypool are similar too, yeah. because they – the, the perception, especially with Claypool, was worse than he actually was. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. But his ceiling's very high. You know, like, those guys could both rebound and be very good football players. I mean, I don't know. I'm not banking on it necessarily, but I think they could. I have more faith in Claypool than Bush. 
Bush is the higher pedigree draft pick too, which stinks. Mm-hmm. Then he gave up a lot to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are those are two good ones. I'm going to go with Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. As yeah, a guy sure. who's sure because Ton this, on the line. this yeah. is we just had that same conversation. This very similar situation to Carson Wentz. Yeah. In that, okay, you had four years in Chicago. There was some success there. Last year, the league the league said, "Hey, you're a backup." Mm-hmm. This year, you're getting a, an opportunity to be a starter again. If he shows he can be a starter for this team, and a, and, and and not even I'm, I'm, if if he can be an average starter, yeah, he doesn't have to blow anybody away the right. next couple of weeks. But if he could be an average starter, even if it doesn't work out here necessarily down the road, if Kenny Pickett, you know, all of a sudden comes in and wins the starting job next year. Trubisky will still be young enough that he'll get another shot somewhere else. Yeah, right. But if it's the opposite, if he struggles, 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 Pickett takes over in week eight, his probably career is written then for him. Then he's probably a career backup. He's Blaine Gabbert yeah. or yeah, you know, right. one of those guys that yeah. probably lasts in the league but is never given another starting chance. And that's fine for some people, but not the guy who got to take it take overall. second yeah. overall. 100%. Yeah. You mentioned Chooks. I think that's a real good one. Um I think what's interesting is a lot of the guys they signed this year, including Chooks, Jack, um, a lot in Trubisky, you know, a lot of those dudes that are either new to the team or were signed in the offseason were the two-year deals with that second year almost like an option year, like yeah. a team option year that you think, oh, they got these guys locked up for two years, which is great if they're good, but not every one of them is going to be good. I mean, maybe Jack flops, you know, but all those guys could be pushed right out the door if they aren't, you know, what they, the Steelers think they are. Right. So a lot of those contracts are really team-friendly, and therefore that player is under a lot of stress. I'm going to give you guys an under-the-radar one. Do I go one? And, and, and Mark, Caboli, one Mark Caboli kind of referenced it a little bit. Kevin Dotson, this is a pivotal year mm. for Kevin Dotson. In two seasons, he started 14 games. Yeah. But in two seasons, he's only started 14 games, if you get what I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. Like, like, Kendrick Green might be a year away from having this conversation, right. where Dotson's that year ahead now. This is, where, this yeah. is the one. Yeah. Like, you better show you can do it and stay healthy for a complete season, because if you can't, if he if he starts this year and starts another 10 or 11 games and gets hurt and doesn't finish, they're going to start looking for somebody else. I Guy mean, they're already kind of doing it with yep. Kendrick Green, because you've shown you can't stay healthy. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking defensive side of the ball, not to the extent of some of the other guys we've mentioned, because I think he's had more success than them. Well, maybe not Claypool, but uh, Alex Highsmith, opposite of T.J. Watt. Okay. Need to be a little it's bit a big more, year for him. little yeah. bit more Robin. You know, a little bit more in the pass rush. I think yeah. he's pretty good stopping the run. I think it's so tough though at that, that position. Matt and I have talked about this before, Tom. Like when the guy on the other side of you is getting twenty-two and a half Superman, sacks. Superman, yeah. yeah. He's beating you to the quarterback. Like, like, like there were five the, of those were his sacks. Yeah, how many of those sacks? If, if he's playing next to an average or just an above average pass rusher, he's there. does he have ten sacks last year? Because he was a split second behind TJ getting there. Yeah, I don't. I, Fifteen, twenty, something like that. Seven, eight sacks. Yeah, good, right. Yeah. See, oh, I, no, there's no doubt. My goal from Highsmith, and I think that's a good one from this perspective, is as is the case with every player. The front office coaching staff is going to get together after the season. And if it's a consensus in that room when they talk about Highsmith of, oh, yeah, he's the answer. We want to extend him. That's a success to me. Like, Absolutely. he doesn't have to be Lawrence Taylor. You know what right. I mean? You know, but if, if he's a long-term stealer, they want to give a second contract to, that's a huge hit for me. This one's a little down the line. But how about uh, Percy Harvin? Presley Harvin. Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. He's back. His, his pivot was a long time ago. <laughs> but Harvin, I mean, he's kicking in some other league, punting in some other league if he doesn't make this team. 
He's got ability. He had a really rough year on and off the field. Man, when's the last time they've had a good punter? Right, right. I mean, the, the, the opportunity is still there to take yeah. it, you know. I mean, high hopes were one year ago, um, and he didn't really take advantage of it, but he's back in camp, and if he's a star, he's going to be in the, a punting, punter for this league for 12 years. If he's not, he's going to be somewhere else. Well, I'll say this. You know, the guy that they signed, Cameron Nizalak, mm. uh, is not just a throwaway punter. He's I would kick, imagine not. He's kicked in this league mm-hmm. uh, and, and actually kicked reasonably well. That was for the Falcons last year, so he was kicking indoors. But he's and, kicking a and lot. often, yeah. Yeah, but he kicked often. <laughs> he, he, it, was, it was three or four games. but it, uh, So he's not just your average, uh, they just brought in a camp leg. They brought mm-hmm. in somebody who can actually potentially challenge. That's good. Harvey, Harvey, need that Harvey too, could yeah. lose the job. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not now, just No, it'd the... probably take a lot because, you know, mm-hmm. they, they like Harvin. But if he falters, if he doesn't have a good preseason – Cameron Isolak could take that job. Okay. It just stinks still a sour taste in my mouth that Harvin probably rightfully so won the job last year over Barry, and then Barry goes to Minnesota and is one of the better punters in the league. Again, kicking yeah. indoors, though. It's tough a little to different than yeah, uh, yeah. the artist formerly known as Heinz Field. Yeah. Kicking there is a whole different <laughs> ball game. It's a different ball game yeah. in December, yeah. <laughs> I don't have many other names. I mean, the offense is so young. I'll yeah. give you one more. All right. Terrell Edmonds. I thought about oh, him because yeah. the contract's year up for again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he didn't get the money that, that at least didn't sign for the money that he thought he was going to get on the open market. Yeah, he had, apparently had no market. But if he has another year like he had, I thought he was pretty solid last year. Isn't I think that, he's a solid starter. Doesn't that starter. describe his whole career, really? Right. Just right, pretty right. solid. And solid but unspectacular. Yeah. You know. So first-round pick works against him because, oh, you should be a star. That's well, what we were going with say. the fans. I don't know that if it works against If he was a second-round pick, there'd be Edmonds jerseys and, boy, good pick. What a solid as opposed to being a late yeah. first. Right. If he were picked five picks later. You know, right, right, right. Oh, quality pick. Nice job. Day two guy, starter, you know, played a million snaps here. Oh. Yeah. By far the most consistent member of the defense to stay on the field for the past four years. He's always Yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, you know leads. what you're getting yeah. already. You know, there's not a lot of fluctuation there. So, yeah, you know. I, I mean, let's put it this way. If Devin Bush were to somehow become – have uh, to uh, reach Terrell Edmonds' level – as right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, then, all right. Steady, that's, consistent, yeah. much reliable, more middle yeah. of the defense. Yeah, right. right. No, that's a good point. We're having a different conversation about Devin Bush. Yeah, okay, he was the 10th pick in the draft. I get it. They, they traded up for him. But he's a, he's a he's an average starter. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even an average starter last year. You need, no, to, you need right, to be right. much better than that. Right. I guess this applies to Bush, but the run defense as a whole is at a pivotal spot. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of factors there at play, how about obviously. This, how about this last one here? Matt Canada. Yeah, there's a lot on the line for yeah. him this year. If this is a flop, I think he's Because there's no excuse broken. now, right? Yeah. There's no oh, guy won't run my offense. Right. So I don't have the personnel in place. Well, personnel's in place now, so <laughs> yeah. you handpicked the personnel or helped to. So. There was certainly a case to go get a new offensive coordinator, and when you have a new quarterback, I mean, the offense is totally young. You could have totally started over, so – yeah, now it's on you. We gave right. you what you wanted. We trust your system. Yeah, you There's, better show progress. I it mean, reminds yeah. me of Staley in uh, L.A. with the Chargers. Yeah, he was on the Barnwell. Defensive list, guy. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, he needs to be a lot better. Uh, they bring him in from the Rams to be that defensive guy for that great offense. The defense stunk last year. And he's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't, have, I didn't have personnel. They signed a lot of a good lot personnel on the defensive yeah. side of the ball this year. Yeah. So now Trade if they stink, and right, yeah, right. it's going to be pointed right back at him. Yep. I wonder if he's less aggressive this year than what he was last year on the fourth downs. I bet no. I think he's a tried and true you get believer a better in the team. numbers. I think you have a better team. Right. Like, you don't have to take as many chances when you've got the better you've got the better personnel. Mm-hmm. I just think he's wired and taught or whatever. Like, you can that... punt now because your defense is good. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that's his style. I think he just is an analytics guy, true and true, and the numbers, they go for it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that, on, you know, when the wind's swirling and your right guard can't block Aaron Donald, the, <laughs> yeah. the numbers don't yeah. account for those situations, you know, right. And but, I think that's he needs to learn that as a young head coach. Like, there's absolutely. definitely gut still involved, even if you're a strict analytic yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, when your old lines coach, like, coach, we can't block we can't anybody. Block these guys. <laughs> right. Fourth and one is one. not going to work right. out. Yeah. Like, let's the numbers not, say let's not give it. them the ball at the 50. <laughs> right, right. So, I think he needs to learn those things. I don't know that he will. Pivotal year for Mike Tomlin? No. I think it's like the Brady conversation. Yeah. Like for, we were kind of scoffing off the air. Like, why is Brady on this Barnwell list? I mean, the, <laughs> it, 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 he's got a pretty good book written already. Yeah. I think they'll be right around 500 at the worst. He'll probably get over 500 because that's what he does. That's what they do. Yeah. Right. Even know. if they win five games, I'm not going to think less of him as a coach. Yeah. You know. He's going to be on board for this transition period for the next five years. So I agree. There's, yeah, I there's agree. no reason to panic if it's a rocky first year. It's a long way to go with this process. Yeah. There's a long way to go with this training camp. Oh, this was just day, day one. one. How about that transition? In the books. Day one is in the books. I want to thank our, our guests, uh, Mark Caboli and the great Bill Hillgrove, for stopping by and chatting with us here a little bit. Uh, thank you, Tom Offerman, for uh, dropping by as well, and Matt uh, Williamson, my uh, typical uh, cohort partner, partner in crime. Uh, I'm Dale Lolly. We also want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive here live from Steelers Training Camp. Day one of uh, Steelers Training Camp 2022 is in the books. We'll be back to talk to you again tomorrow right here on Steelers Nation Radio. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR. ESPN. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.